why is this like a real problem in like monster movies and sci-fi stuff like whenever a man comes across something new he always thinks three things how can i eat it how can i kill it and how can i screw it why is that always the same thing shana i'm still developing myself you know i'm discovering who i am as a person and <laughs> i, I want to have sex with a mermaid there they go the clown and the two thugs Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of The Geek Down. I am Pat B. In the house today, we have Manda Panda. What's up? We have the executioner. Don't trust rumors, trust yourself. We have Abby Abstergo. Uh, howdy, howdy. And we have Shayna Shay. What's up? And today we have an awesome action-packed, fun-filled show for you. We are talking about Pixie. This is a new Irish gangster film that do bring back some familiar faces. We'll let you know how gangster it gets. And we will also talk about Spy Island. Speaking of gangster, it's kind of not. This is a very stylized spy, supernatural, fantasy, monster. It's it's a unique approach in the hodgepodge to these kinds of stories. And we'll let you all know how it goes down. It's coming out from Dark Horse Comics. Also, we are talking about Basketball Arena. This is a new mobile game that takes a different approach to sports games on your mobile phone. So we'll let you know if it, if it cuts the mustard. Uh, that, that doesn't make sense. And we'll talk about Pacific Rim, The Black. This is the anime follow-up to the very familiar series of uh, Guillermo del Toro blockbuster films. But right now, dude, let's talk about Pixie. As I mentioned, Pixie is an Irish gangster film starring Cole Meany, Alec Baldwin, the premise is Pixie, uh, she's this young girl, uh, masterminds a heist, gets some funds and such, but she ends up having to flee across Ireland from some gangsters. She's trying to like, you know, find her own path in life and she's trying to get out of this life to make her own way. Also get a little over on the cats who've been wrong in it this whole time. So we got to check it out. Efficutioner, want to give us your impressions of Pixie. Jiminy Jillikers, I was quite surprised at the performance of a lot of actors and actresses in this damn film, man. I gotta say, I I was expecting it to be like some boring, you know, coming of age story, but instead it was actually a pretty entertaining guns of shooting people, you know, need, need to express themselves a little bit more. It was just, it was also, it was a nice little mental game, you know what I'm saying? Like, I gotta give a special shout out to, what was what's his, uh, Pixie? By, played by Olivia, uh, Olivia Cook. Cook. Oh, Cook. Cook. Okay. Cookie. That cookie. Damn, I'm just hungry. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, anyway, Olivia, Olivia Cat and Crunch. <laughs> Olivia <laughs> Cinnamon Bun. I'm assuming nah. it's Cook with an E at the end. It's Cook with an E at the end. Well, either way, she did like an outstanding job at just performing. Like, I, I, was, I was quite impressed at how she was able to play Pixie, how Pixie was able, like, you know, she does a really great job at like using her sexuality to manipulate guys into getting not just them, but other people to think like, oh man, she's just kind of this slut. And it's just like, no, nah, I'm not, I'm really not. I'm just fooling all of you. Yeah, dude, she was intelligent. She was crafty. Uh, she was, she could handle herself. And that I too, mean, man. everyone's like, just constantly underestimating that, like constantly. Yeah, and she played she the long con. She does. Like I was, I was quite surprised. I'm like, you know what? I, I definitely would have fell for her. I probably would have got shot at the same time too. But I definitely would have fallen for her. You know, I was like, hey, like man. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of impressed. You know your limitations like that, man. I mean, hey, you know, we'll power to you. I mean, I don't know if she would have got me with the makeup thing, but I, I definitely would have got shot. She, she, she got me. She, she no, got me. I would have got shot. <laughs> I definitely would have got shot. All right, Abby. What I, do you think? I, I honestly think Evocation would have gotten into the makeup thing, to be entirely honest. Like, knowing him, he would probably end up in that situation. Yeah, probably. Um, I spoke. Uh, but, um, yeah, I've, I didn't know what to, like, the opening scene of, like, the, um, of, like, the clergy of, like, the Catholic Church and, like, the men with the masks. I was like, okay, so it's going to be, like, this type of film. Like, they're it's going to be, like, just, like, a bunch of dumb people like getting like doing a bunch of dumb things and it's going to be like oh like what's gonna like who's going to who's going to be stupid this film and it turns out like you think like oh you're going to root for olivia cook's character for pixie and you do end up rooting for her character even though she herself did manipulate a lot of the characters more so than you think throughout the film Mm -hmm. uh, like like Mm -hmm. not just manipulate she was she was Playing okay. I, I was gonna say master puppeteer, but when the the assassin dude came around and kind of yeah. got up and everyone's stuff, 
And then when she kind of got cornered uh, by, um, uh, uh, by, I, oh, I forget what they were called, the priest gang. Oh, the priest gang. Yes. yes. Uh, to anyone who doesn't know, uh, this movie stars Alec Baldwin, who heads up a different faction of Irish of, of the Irish mob. Uh, unlike Pixie's father, played by Cole Meany, who heads up the local faction of the Irish mob, and they've split. So Alec Baldwin's faction, they have an entirely uh, ecumenical theme. So they're all dressed like priests and nuns and altar boys, and all this comes to hilarious results. So when a, a whole bunch of, yeah, when that minivan pulls up and a whole bunch of priests and none oh stop out with shotguns. <laughs> I was, yo. <laughs> How you I was like, it's a strange way to use Irish like, history. Yeah, it's like, it's like all like the, <laughs> because I I know a bit about Irish history with the, um, the Protestants and the, uh, the Catholic Church aren't don't really get along in Ireland. So just sort of like them, like just like the the Catholic Church and like just having them like oh yeah we are like thinking like oh yeah they're going to be like you know like nice people because they're i don't know they're religious and it's they turn, the, it's, it's, they it's turn the around they have too. like 50 yeah they have like 50 shotguns in the back of a minivan it's like okay say a prayer before we go in guns blazing just shooting everyone and it's like what is this what how but then you start realizing that you just don't question it that's just yes. how it is in this sort of small part of Ireland. It's just how they deal with things. I was like, this is honestly not as weird as I thought it would be. Yeah, you know, who doesn't go to your local, you know, uh, place of worship and see uh, uh, the, your, your rabbi or, or your pastor, you know, your minister, uh, your mother superior, busting out a couple of Uzis, you know, every now and then just It's like he'd been lying at Sunday school. I mean, right? That, right? I mean, that's mm -hmm. how you get people towards the Lord, man. You know what I'm saying? That's, right. that's why I don't allow Howie Christians in the airport no more. Coming in with Tommy guns. Well, who's going to check right. a priest, though? Hey. Let's think about that. Who's going to check a priest? I'm, I'm, I'm with God, man. Yo, I that's mean, true. You can't really, like, you know, not search a nun. It's just wrong on so many levels. And then, like, out of, like, the bottom of her ropes, she just pulls out, like, a pistol or something. Just starts, like... Yeah, some things, I don't want to know where they were hiding. I, I don't want yeah. I, I don't ask too many questions. The less questions you ask about uh, nuns with guns, the better. <laughs> Yo, I feel like yeah, that exists somewhere. Nuns with guns exists somewhere. Abby Spitten. Probably. <laughs> nuns with guns. I know it. I feel like I bought that album. Yo, let me ask y'all, because I was I, the whole time I was looking at Olivia Cook and I couldn't stop thinking how much she looks like Rose Byrne. And I'm like, Rose Byrne is playing really well for a teenager. Oh, that's not. Ah! I couldn't get over it. I could not. Like, they're, they could be siblings. It looks like. I mean, it's not bad. No and also, like with with the stepbrother. So, like in the in the film, your um, Olivia Cook's character has it's her, her stepfather, her aunt, um, her stepbrother, and I'm not psycho, sure. Uh, uh, and uh, uh, her uh, uh, younger sister. Um, I'm not sure if it's like. Yeah, so I'm not really sure, like if she's like a half sister, step sister. I don't know. They explained like, it, but like they, they, they explained, explained they it. Broke it down. Uh, yeah, um, what happened is that was his family, the uh, the stepbrother. The stepbrother's mother was the father's wife. She died. The father um, took in Pixie's mother and adopted Pixie as his daughter. So okay. the stepbrother, uh, the stepbrother, the step, the father, the father was in love with Pixie's mother. And uh, the stepbrother blamed her for taking away his dad. Oh. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, I know. I'm talking about like the younger sister or like the younger sibling. Is that like the, is that also his, her stepsister or is that like her half sister? Yes. As far as I find out, that was a stepsister too. Okay, but she was she, cool with Pixie. She she didn't have the same. Yeah, she, she she also had some things going on at school. She just didn't take anyone's yeah, crap. Yeah, this little girl's hilarious. <laughs> She's like, at the end, she's like, she's like, you better not go in there. There's a shoot off happening in the church. And the <laughs> guy who's on the bike, he's like, all right, so what are you doing here? And she's like, I'm not old enough to participate yet. It's like, <laughs> it's like, you have to have oh, an yeah, age. Right. <laughs> and oh, I was like, this, this kid, like, she knows, she knows what's going on. Like, she's like, she, she just doesn't care. She's just like, all right. And then she talks about like, <laughs> the weirdest things to her dad. And her dad is like, are you okay? 
Yeah, yo, uh, it, 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 is it just me? Am I just like of too old a generation where I'm still jarred when when people when when kids are just like casually saying like the f word and stuff around the around their parents? Like, is no, that, is that's that, is that weird. Just a normal thing now. That that is weird. I so weird. I don't get it. All right, because she was just dropping them too, just like you know, blah 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 blah, and he's like language, and she's like, okay, my effing bad, you know. So it's like, damn. Yeah, like I I do it with my friends, but I don't do it with my parents because like that that just won't end well. Yeah, right. the first time my mother heard me say damn, it was like what? I was like, I'm 15. What you want? You gotta curse in front of your parents. It's a time on the tradition. Right? Hey, you no, gotta test the limits. Steela, even Shannon knows, man. You gotta I am a grown ass mom. man. Y'all, y'all may not be able to see. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm starting to go gray in places. I still do not curse around my folks. I don't live at home. I haven't lived at home in years, you know. But I will still will not curse at my folks. It's, it's just, come on, man. That's protocol. You gotta, you gotta take that to the grave. Yeah, sorry. It's just kind of how I speak, and I'm not gonna bother. Like, I don't swear as much in front of my mom as I do in my personal time. But mm, she's accepted the um, the bombs that are gonna drop here and there, and she's she's just accepted it at this point. All right, well, well, okay. Well, Shane is a rare case. She's a sociopath. But man, to get my back here. We, my parents have passed, so I don't have to worry about it anymore. Okay. Bum, well, bum, 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 bum. <laughs> uh, all right. Well. Um, on the case of Sorry. Betsy, dude, I enjoyed. <laughs> I enjoyed the hell out of this movie, um, dude. It really was just—it was a great action movie. It was kind of hilarious, um, dude. The only thing I may have a problem with is, okay, we've got the story of Pixie, Irish girl, in this life. We meet these two dudes that she runs through the whole movie with, and they're pretty much like the primary supporting characters. They're all over the trailer, but she's really the star, and they're backing her up even though we see them for the most part which is interesting that they do and we like all of them we like our heroes we were interested or at least i was interested in this whole thing and then the assassin comes in and it was just like there was a lot of oh moments which was cool when we saw alec baldwin who the trailer touts is like the the second lead in this and, and like the main antagonist yeah and he's in the movie for all of maybe maybe seven minutes you know but in that seven minutes he's talking a lot how did everyone else feel because all these are actual irish folks and then you're working with this dude who's very not irish very famously not irish just do an impression of y'all mm. I, I feel like they may have some thoughts i mean, I mean like tell him to holland he's british he plays spider-man okay yeah right. you know that, I mean, that's fair. Know a lot british. of british actors that play superheroes yeah. Yeah. yeah, I didn't know he was British. Yeah. So but I mean, no. maybe they were okay with it. Maybe they're okay. Maybe his accent was so on point that they didn't care. It's like, you know what? Nah, go ahead. You lampoon us. You know, we cool just because you hit. You got it like that. Go ahead, Alec. Make fun of our people. I, I didn't even know how to like With your lucky charms accent. I'll let it rock. All right. Yeah. Well, anyways, I'll give this a thumbs up. Dude, I, I really enjoyed Pixie. I had a good time watching. It's a good action film. It's a good comedy film. It's a good road movie, which was one thing that was kind of glossed over in the advertised material. But dude, it's 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 a good time. It's a, it's a good time and a refreshing time, which I think we kind of need right now. Uh, Abby. Yeah, I have to agree with uh, Pat. It, it's a thumbs up for me. Um, it's one of those movies that you just like have a laugh as like the characters drive down a road with a body at the back of their car it's like as one does as one those does. were the days man at least for me those were the days. at least for you what okay execution though your thoughts creepy <laughs> honestly if you like the sopranos if you like 16 candles then you'll like Pixie. This is a great coming of age movie. You know what I'm saying? You learn a lot, not just about yourself, but the world itself and how crazy life can just speed towards excitement and danger so fast. You know, so I have to give it a thumbs up. You know, I feel like you were struggling to get one more reference in there to like Ferris Bueller if life, uh, you know, life moves pretty fast thing. And nice try. I was, but, I was, oh, oh. I didn't want to go too hard. I thought the 16 candles was a good time ball. Yo, you know what's messed up? As weird as that sounds, that's actually kind of accurate from, from what we saw. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it no, is, it's, though. It's, yeah, it really is. It's called Pixie. It's available now on streaming. If anything we said, um, you know, motivates you, check it out. Now, okay, 
Amanda, uh, we got to check out this comic, Spy Island. Uh, now, when I mentioned Spy Island was stylized, I mean it, show. Everything to me looked like folks were wearing, you know, suits and clothes and dresses and all types of gear and, you know, hairstyles and stuff from the 60s. But it's set today. They had like cell phone technology, computers, all this stuff. They had science was going haywire. Yet still, everyone's rocking Walter PPKs and such. You know, I mean, it was, it, I like that. It was cool. Uh, Spy Island is the story of um, <clears throat> the way they advertise it the world's best super spies keep watch over the Bermuda Triangle from a mysterious island outpost teeming with supernatural intrigue, with monsters, and evil villains set on global domination. What this really is, is we're, start, we're following uh, one assassin pretty much on her vacation. You know, like she, 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 she her, her work is she goes to exotic locations killing people, and her vacation is she goes to exotic locations and doesn't kill people. I, I mean, mean, she might still kill people. We don't know. You might still kill people. Yeah. I mean, you got, you got, you got to keep yourself entertained. I, I thought she lived on that island. Uh, she, she does for this particular mission. Like she's stationed there until. Uh, the thing is addressed. Yeah, I felt like it was like a, a nomadic type of lifestyle. She go, she well, goes. It just where... seemed like she'd been there for a while and she wasn't gonna leave anytime soon. Well, so, I mean, you, right. you, as you read the story, though, you remember her motivations for being there for a while. Well, yep. yeah, which means she's yeah. definitely gonna be there for a while. Well, yeah, yeah. she's still gotta work. You know, every now and then, you know, some 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 you know world leader gotta get snuffed. You, know, you gotta you gotta choke out some CEO. You know, hey, yo, I, I like how the first the first um job that we see her pull. She's breaking down like the different techniques and why you do it this way and why you do it that way. I'm like, I never thought of that. That's pretty slick. It's like, no, you, you can't drown someone in a pool. You got to drown them in the ocean. And the difference is why. I'm like, they've really like put this, got this down to brass tacks. Like you've thought about this a lot. I have, you know, I mean, sometimes, you know, people just get on my, oh, the book, my bad. Um, yes. Uh, <laughs> Wait, I, 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 I mean, like it fits the shirt I'm wearing today. <laughs> I have like a really quick question. Like, what's, what's the difference between drowning somebody in a pool versus the ocean? If oh, they drown? oh, I know this question. Oh, of course you this... do. <laughs> <laughs> I thought so positive saying that, but no. The difference between someone drowning in fresh water and in ocean water is that um, the salt in the ocean water actually rubs against the inside of your lungs, actually causing them to bleed. So you choke more on your own blood than you do on the water. And I think, and I think, and I think, and I think, I think your blood also thickens too. Yes. Yeah. So you have a bit more of a painful death in ocean, in the ocean than you do in a freshwater area, such as a river or a pool. Yeah. Once that salt hits your bloodstream, you're essentially going to have a heart attack. Yeah. Um, can we all just make sure never to piss Abby off? I feel like well, they might. Thank be you so much, Abby. That actually you're welcome. Gross. Do not go uh, like to to ocean resorts with Abby and get yeah, on my back. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Abby, yeah. you my backup. That's all I gotta say. You my backup. I uh, I said that so positively. I was like, I know that question. <laughs> you really did. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Shana, you awfully quiet over there. Can you help your impression I, I spot just Island, added to add, I just added to Abby's murder tirade. Were yeah, we're going to pretend that didn't happen. So I can sleep like... <sighs> okay, you know, honestly, you want to talk about weird combinations of stuff that describe things? Yes, we, we do. So this, this comic is essentially... Alias mixed with the office mixed with supernatural. Yeah. Oh yeah, that the is whole a really great combination. I, 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 I can see that actually. I wouldn't go the office per se. I'd say maybe more like a Malcolm in the Middle, because they're not maybe, like having but... the side things, but well, definitely I the say monologue with because the. Because she's at work all the time. <laughs> okay. <then. laughs> all right. Then yeah. In that respect, yes. Uh, dude. Um. I. 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 I, I don't know. This the way the story plays out. I kind of expected more interaction with the monsters because they made such a big deal about mermaids. And then we only saw the mermaids for like a couple of pages. Because I don't think they were actually supposed to be important. I think they were a fit. I think it's more one of those, we're dealing with mundane issues in a fantastical setting. True. Okay, okay, okay. In that respect, because, okay. Like, let me yeah, break down something in, this, in the story for anyone who's not familiar. Um, mermaids, they exist, but these aren't like yes. monsters as we know. All of these things are sentient, which means mermaids have actual monologues with the people. They have beef with the local municipality. 
Uh, they out there filing complaints with like the city council. <laughs> Because they're encroaching on their land and whatnot. Yeah, you know, I mean, they, they, okay, and like the, the Kraken, Kraken exists. The Kraken is real. <laughs> the Kraken exists and has like a relationship. Uh, it, it's it's, it's bugged out. Apparently, there has been a Kraken attack in the past where they made a mistake I, at the Kraken festival and like 52 people died. There's a memorial that everybody visits every time they have the festival. <laughs> All right, Efficacia, you've been very politely raising your hand. What do you got? I have, I have two questions. So I think I know man, what man, these man, are. So 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 one. Um, so these mermaids, they're they they do have a decent amount of intelligence, and they're it, ugly as hell. You do not want to. That that's that's the second yep. question. They have very big teeth, and they eat people. Yes, they do. Oh, damn, Abby. I, I just knew as soon as Echo started raising his hand, I was like, I, I have a hunch she's going to start asking about the mermaids. Like, can I, why is this like a real problem in like monster movies and sci-fi stuff? Like whenever a man comes across something new, he always thinks three things. How can I eat it? How can I kill it? And how can I screw it? Why is that always the same thing? I mean... Because oh, that's, that's what mankind does. You can't tell no. me you've never had the... Yo, I guarantee you've gone on vacation you, you get off a plane like Italy or something, you see like a good looking baggage handler, your first inkling is- That's like another um, human. Know, That's another human. restaurants are, and if you, you going to know how to slang. Shayna, I'm still developing myself. You know, I'm discovering who I am as a person, and <laughs> I kind of want to have sex with a mermaid. Is that so? Sorry, you know oh, okay, what? Okay, I've okay, seen man, that movie spliced recently, I, so it's like, man, man, all Amanda. I can think of is people I, I mean, doing yeah, things yes, they I mean, Effo, uh, you know, I don't know how you would just don't do it the way humans do it. But mermaids are half human. <laughs> right. No, but, the, they but, don't but, have but in the reciprocal part you need. But in There's this, fins but, down there. But particularly in this, in this comic, they are literally like haggard, jaggered, like shark jawed. So like even the avenues that you could like yeah. possibly dip into, you don't want to put anything of yours mm. near that. So yeah, I think yeah. you'd be like, does nah, it taste good? Does have a like point. if they I are kill coming it, through like Melina from Mortal Kombat. It, it, that's that's exactly what they look like. Yeah. A little raw. Melina's yeah, actually, actually. kind of hot, so... Underneath the veil? No, no whatever thinking, happens to I've, you happens. I see no where Executioner's going with, can I eat it? Because, like, what would it taste like? Right, see, what would it taste like? If I can't screw it, can I eat it? That's, that's know, the thing. Mermaids are oh, just functioning members of this society, which means that you're talking about, I just moved into this new neighborhood. It's not cannibalism, but you know, it's like... And I, I, met, I met the Johnsons three doors down. You know, would they mind if I, you know, just take out Auntie and barbecue her next Saturday? You know, it's, it's like, as long as I ask. You're talking about talking to your neighbors. As long as I ask, right? You know, no, you, you don't know, eat I mean, people because you ask. Nothing bad happens if you ask. Technically speaking, no, cannibalism is no, not illegal no. in the U.S. Oh. Just the means to obtain a body is. Amanda, yes. so what are your thoughts on Amanda Spot is Island? Where correct. are you coming in? <laughs> what just happened? <laughs> Yo, I love what I start on this show. Which is oh actually my. true for a lot of <laughs> Oh my. I'm sorry, there was a question and I didn't hear it. Just getting your impressions. You read Spot. Uh, yes. going down. Uh, so I, I liked the juxtaposition between the visual and the, t I actually kind of like the, the focal point of, you know, this is like a bad record that plays constantly forever and they never get out of it. Like, I like how she kind of de-glamorizes the spy life because she's like, yeah, I do all this awesome stuff, but you know what they don't tell you about? The stuff Fundraiser. Fundraisers. Like, <laughs> and I'm like, oh my God, that's right. Like, you have to sit here in this room with all these uppity up people pretending to care about whatever the fundraiser is for in hopes that you hear the negative information that you and probably eight other spies in the room are all waiting to get. Yeah, the fundraising is entirely populated by people looking to kill other people. Like it's, it's like entirely, entirely it's like made up of assassins. Literally, it's, it's like it's like one school. billionaire and uh, and a bunch of other assassins with with different mo's and themes. There's like the Russian KGB uh, 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 super spy. There's like the uh, the, the Venezuelan uh, uh, dwarf spy. There's the uh, there's the hardcore black woman who for some reason from Japan. You know, it's it's like all of these. Uh, uh, interesting Ooh, personalities man. coming through. They have a nun. There yeah, was, a, was nun. a nun with a gun. There was a nun with a gun. <laughs> 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 was a nun with a gun, gun bringing it full circle. And then 
Now, my only beef with this, because dude, I really enjoyed this book. I had a great time. It was just, it was, it was pretty awesome. My only beef is when we meet the Kraken. I felt that I felt that situation that the resolution to that situation was kind of a cop out, yeah. and I, I felt a little slighted. I, I realized maybe it could have been like a timing thing, or maybe they told the story and that was like a an extra. <laughs> yeah, I think the point was that she always has a contingency plan, and you no, know, and I agree it just kind of happened kind of conveniently, but I think that's supposed to be the point, but. I, I was, can feel you if the impact wasn't there. Yeah, it, it was literally like a one panel resolution. I'm like, come on, man. But dude, everything else about this was entertaining as hell. Yo, you're reading the story and they're breaking down all these interesting points and ways to kill people and reasons why you kill people this way and not that way. And like, that's clever, morbid, morose, but clever. And then as the book plays out, um, you gain, the, you, you, you gain a, a deep understanding of why sand fleas uh, might be considered the most dangerous uh, uh, in this in this right. game the world they construct yeah. here. Um, there's also a mine being snuffed, which was just satisfying for me on many levels, and I, I enjoyed it. Even even the little the little like pages mines. they give you of like the map of the island and like uh, ocean facts. Oh, what about that the was, drink list? Oh, yeah. I love the drink list. <laughs> it was it was fun, man. That's that's what you really want from a book like this. You want fun, yeah. and this was fun. So, I mean, it's called Spy Island. It's from Dark Horse Comics. I give it a thumbs up. Shayna, what do you think? Yeah, I give it a thumbs up. It, um, oddly, the main character reminds me of a character from a manga slash anime. I used to read, but it ended a long time ago, but, um, called Did, Didn't You Know I'm Sakamoto. And essentially the main character, no matter what gets through, whatever they're doing, no matter, like, it doesn't matter. They're just kind of amazing in no matter the situation they always get through. And she kind of reminds me of that. And it, it was just kind of fun to see no matter what, she had a way out of her situation. Yeah, I know exactly uh, yeah. which manga you're talking about. Yeah, we, and know, we I saw see you that. over there almost plots. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Amanda, your thoughts on Spy Island. So I very much liked this. So this obviously gets a thumbs up from me. Um, I actually kind of really liked, I think the thing that really made it feel lived in is just how to anyone coming to the island who doesn't just live there, like this is fantastical and ooh and ah and all that. And she is looking at it like it's just another day. It's yeah, just it's Tuesday. Work. And I don't even get tacos because food only comes in once a week. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like. Did someone say tacos? I love tacos. But like, I kind of like that, you know, like, this this fanciful life that we all kind of imagine spies live is the polar opposite. Like I like this. She's like, nope, same thing every day. Just go kill a dude. Think about killing this dude. Fake kill that dude for this reason. But oh no, maybe we actually have to kill this dude for real. I don't know. What's even up? even, even the hooking up with other hot spies. Right. Like she's like, just like, I'm only sleeping with you because it's it's good. Like, I don't enjoy your company. I'm just here for the service, which, hey, sometimes, you know, drive-through, I'm here for the service. You know, I, I need to, you know, I get it. But like, you know, it, it's not all sunshine rainbows and bullet fragments. Sometimes it's sand fleas and sand in inappropriate places and mines. Oh, That's what Anakin was right. All right, well, it's called Spy <laughs> Island. It's not all mines, don't worry about that. But uh, it's really all only two. There's this well technically one. Um, well, they, two they, they, had a point. One most of the story. Okay, uh, <laughs> but it's from Dark Horse Comics, dude, recommended. I think wholeheartedly. But yeah, no. now let's talk about Basketball Arena. As we mentioned, Basketball Arena, both for iPhone and Android, is a mobile. It's an online basketball game uh, where you compete with um, uh, you compete with uh, you can compete against opponents that are made by other players. This is similar to another game we talked about recently, uh, Mirador, and it's a mechanic, and also Gunslinger, uh, to put it back in the mobile realm, where the characters other players create are uh, then uploaded into the general online roster, and that's who you can play against. Um, you use things like superpowers to upgrade your characters, and basically you're just trying to get, 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 your, get your weight up as much as possible to eventually get better at this game, ultimately. Um, but now, Efficution, you mentioned earlier that you had some very specific thoughts. You want to break down for the people your impressions of Basketball Arena. 
if you like NBA Jam, you should just go buy that. Now, um, let me get into the specifics, though. Honestly, the controls were actually surprisingly well done. Well, I, I know they were mostly touchscreen. Um, actually playing online with someone, the lag was not that bad. So I want to at least get props on that. Uh, I would recommend playing this game on your tablet versus your phone, though, because that gives you a better experience. Uh, honestly, there, there, there's some things that I was like quite surprised by, like with the the stealing, being able to dash, being basic movements. I thought like you know just being able to you know dash, you know go through opponents and stuff like that might be a skill, but it wasn't. It was a basic thing. You have double jump in the game, which I think most people didn't realize. Very easy to dunk difficult to shoot threes. Like every time you fire, you know, like every time you do a jump shot or you just get the basketball and you want to shoot that takes some energy dunking doesn't take as much energy versus shooting a three but of course you know you shoot a three Yo, threes are better than twos of course the, the, the three energy is, is is way disproportionate to everything else yeah like every, everything else takes like one or two the three takes like five i'm like are you kidding me yes yeah, that's, that's but you know what's crazy is like the dunk literally takes half of the one if you just like if you use the dash and like because the dash kind of takes one and you jump and then you dunk, then it's like half. So you actually save more energy just by going in the paint. But I mean, that's basic basketball rule etiquette, you know, if you're a big guy, you know, like me, but. Uh, and speaking, so, and speaking of etiquette, one thing you don't do is you freeze your opponents. You don't, you don't like cast some ice on them like Sub-Zero. Yeah. And then while okay, they get okay, stuck well, in like this awkward pose, mouth open, probably tongue hanging out because they were trying to do a thing. And then you just like, you know, you, you, know, you just, you know, juke them. And then ha, 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 ha. You can't break someone's ankles when they can't move their feet. So no, yeah, that's, that's all I'm saying. Man, there's, and there's, this there's game ice uh, incorporates superpowers. The freeze is the first one they give you, and the freeze was the best. The other ones you unlock are kind of they're kind of weak. No, invisibility. I, just, I, just I got sure that, I that one. That invisibility was like the, it's the best one because not only can you not see the person, you can't even see the ball that they're holding until they literally like shoot the shot. So like you, you can literally that? you can like, jump right through. But how you know when they jumping though? No, I'm saying you can jump. But you just kind of like guessing, oh, yeah. are they going to go for a three? And you have no idea that they're behind you dunking this whole time. It's making you look bad. Yeah, that's that's the funny. Like, I've done that to people. Like, when I played online with people, they would think, like, oh, he's going to shoot a three. I'm like, no. Nah, I, I really thought you were about to say, I've done that to people. You know, while I'm playing in real life. I just go invisible, right? Nah, I wish. Yeah, now, what I, mean, I do, though, is I use the bomb on people. So, like, you know, I cross them up, and then I drop a bomb behind me, and then they just like, oh, my ankles. <laughs> See, that's, why folks, that's why folks don't send yeah. police to your house. Okay, Abby, your impressions. <laughs> Uh, my impressions. So I was like, so yeah, uh, with Applicationer, like the controls were really good. The lag was almost non-existent. It was still there every once in a while for me. Uh, but it was like that sort of customary with a lot of online um, mobile games, uh, especially like this, like there's bound to be lag sooner or later, but like the controls were uh, really easy. If you kind of knew what you were doing and you can sort of figure out like, oh, I can combo it. I can like do dash and then the dunk and I can like, you sort of realize that like a lot of the abilities that you get that like you think like, oh, it's going to be a special move or something they give you at the beginning, which does give you a bit of an advantage. So you have more options open to you which is nice to play and not have like one thing you do the entire time and be totally unmatched by people that like had everything. So that was uh, pretty good. You know, I, I, I'm, I'm kind of surprised y'all have such positive impressions of this. I started off like thinking this is a really pretty game. It's, you know, kind of easy to get into. You can, I mean, once you get past that, that initial training that it makes you do the second you start the game, which was a pain in the ass because I was in a public place and you have to get through that before you can get to the settings and turn the volume down. So I'm there and oh, this thing's no. blaring while I'm, yeah, I'm trying to just like, oh, no, come on, come on. Oh, no, okay, yeah, no, shoot, three, no, come on. Ah, people just looking at you like, what the hell's wrong with you, you ass? And I'm just like, I'm, I'm, it's not me, it's the game. It's not me, it's the game. Yeah, man, but once I got into it, it's like, I was having fun for about maybe three matches, uh, 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 matches, my bad. But that, okay, that's, that's the thing, that's what I'm getting at. For maybe three games, and then I realized this doesn't feel like I'm playing basketball. This feels more like I'm playing tennis, you know, with the back and forth. And I've only got a limited yeah. number of moves. And then with the yes. points, like each game is real short, so short that I don't think I had one that went past 10 points. You know, I'm, I'm like, I, sh I can get, I have enough time to get off like two threes and maybe work some defense. And, you know, like the, I think the most I, I, I won a game with was nine. And I didn't win a game that often because the AI 
you have to get used to the controls. The AI does not. So when I'm trying to figure out how I can use the dash and when I can use the dash and when it's the better time to use a three and just sacrifice the um, the energy and know I can pick it up with the next cat, you know, the AI is just like, yeah, whatever, sucker, uh, douche, uh, douche, uh, 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 styling on me, douche. You know, and, and it's just like, this is not how I play basketball games. I'm not looking for NBA Live on my phone specifically, you know, but this is a quick action arcade style, you know, just jump in and, you know, jump basketball game. And instead I felt more like I was going here and then back and then here and then back. And it was like more more like tennis to me than basketball and not even a fun tennis game, you know, like the, the tennis game your auntie buys you uh, for, for you know, uh, a Christmas gift that you didn't actually ask for. Uh, she, she got you that tiger toy thing, didn't she? Uh, yes, she did. And I'm saying Street Fighter was right there, but no, you're going to get me. Uh, <laughs> All right, but um, okay, it sounds like y'all had a, had a different impression than I did. I'm giving this a thumbs down, and it's not a hard thumbs down or a vitriolic thumbs down. It's just a, you know, this was a game that I don't see myself playing that often because I'm a basketball fan. You know, I would recommend it to people if they're not basketball fans, but they want to dip their toe into something like it. But if you like basketball, this it really isn't the game for you, in my opinion. I'm giving it a thumbs down. But Abby, let's get you your impressions. So I, so with the, if you're really into basketball, I don't recommend you play it. I agree with that statement. But if you're not into basketball, if you just want like a chill game to play, then you should definitely play this. Like that's part of the reason why I give it a thumbs up. It's just like a game. It's a game that has nothing really, like besides like the, like not the animation, but just sort of how it looks. Like how it looks is basketball. That's about the extent of how true it is to the sport but it has like the mechanics don't really have anything to do with the game itself no, and true. it's so but i i did enjoy it it's not something i'd play excessively it's just something that like if i'm bored that i'll probably pick it up but it's not something i'd play that much this game actually surprised me i, I gotta give it a thumbs up um I'm, I'm ashamed to say this but this game has less ads than nba 2k so oh, that yeah, that should already tell you something. All the ads are pretty much in the menu when you want to unlock things and you have the option to watch ads. But you could literally play the game and have a good time. Multiplayer is a wonderful experience. Better than freaking NBA 2K right now with their semi-laggy. Yo, how are you better than a $60 game for free? Yo, it's not, it's, it's, not, it's, not, it's not NBA It's not NBA 2K's fault, man. They you know just what, had though? so much time being like cock of the walk, but they've forgotten how to make an entertaining basketball game. Bro, Dude, how, I'm saying it's like, you? what happened? Why is so much more time spent in, you know, I'm sorry, I'm I'm getting off And you can easily get rare game. characters. Like, I got rare characters from Common Chest. You can't even get that in NBA 2K, bruh. You gotta, That's like, true. spend $200 just to get semi... Yo, get me out of here. It's true. Get we me need, out we, of we here. need NBA so Street to make a comeback. That's what we need. But um, if you're looking for Basketball Arena, uh, we're mixed up. This is we, are, we, we, are, we are split. It's um, a mobile game. It's available for both iPhone and Android. And I mean, dude, if anything we said really uh, messed with you, it's a basketball game with superpowers. So I mean, that's 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 the biggest thing I can say that I can say that you know uh, sell it. But um, it's better now, than 2K. That's all. <laughs> I do not disagree. Let's talk about Pacific Rim Black. Now, do I mean it's it's well known if you were if you're a long time uh, listener, watcher, if you were a fan of the show, you'll know I am a hardcore fan of the Pacific Rim uh, franchise. You also might know Shayna could not give less of an F about. I've never actually Rim. seen the movies. Okay, what? I've never seen the movies. Huh? I've never seen the movies. Oh I've my never gosh. seen Shayna movies. Yeah. But now, Don't but worry, now, but, but, but now, but now uh, coming in in the middle is the staunch, uh, uh, the staunchly uh, uh, fair and judicious Manda Panda with thoughts on Pacific Rim. Now, uh, if anyone's not familiar with Pacific Rim, the Black. This is not. Um, this is based off the Guillermo del Toro franchise, like film franchise, but it's not related to, like, not directly related to either of those stories, and it's not produced by Guillermo del Toro. This is an anime, and the only, like, real comic relief in this, because dude, the Pacific Rim movies were funny. They were funny and they were fun, and the most comedy and the most fun I got from this anime was from the AI in the Jaeger, in Atlas Destroyer, the Jaeger. Yeah. Yo, yeah. yo, how do you get a sassy AI? Get an AI, they got, they got to do that jokes. Sassy. 
she was sexy. Hey, she, when, got, she got, she got if, jokes. When, when, when you sit there and you're like trying to train up Jaegers and then everything goes to crap and they up and abandon you, I'd be sassy too. And don't even leave you with any weapons. Right. Like, I would be legit mad. Big mad. It was a training Jaeger. I mean, like, they, it's, they don't build her with weapons because some some trainee is no, going to come in used- and just start, just start firing off dukes. No, you know, when they uh, when they have like a panic attack and just start spazzing out, the kaiju decimated Australia. This brother and sister, Taylor and Haley, they pilot a Jaeger uh, looking for their parents. So now they come across uh, they come across factions, they come across monsters, a lot of monsters. They come across a mysterious little boy, all types of wacky fun stuff that was not played for wackiness or fun in this. Manda Panda, please give us your impressions on Pacific Rim: The Black. So, I mean, first, well, I gotta be black. Anyway, uh, <laughs> no, uh, in, in all honesty, um, I watched the first Pacific Rim movie um, and I loved it. Granted, when I, I saw it way after it's hype, and I was like, it's a love movie. And of course, everyone's like, no, it's not. It's kind of, I'm like, no, no, because you gotta, because I mean, the whole point of operating the Jaegers is you have to be able to drift with another person. Yeah, yeah. So you have to, and you have to kind of, you have to mash up. Like I think a perfect hundred or like pretty close to it in order for the Jaeger to work. So um, right off the bat, you 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 see a fight happening with uh, Haley and Taylor's parents, who are piloting a Jaeger together. And I'm like, oh, and I'm like, oh. Here. At first, I didn't. I I wasn't sure. I think the first time I saw them, I thought, oh, maybe they're just co-pilots. But then obviously, they're not. And I'm like, oh, I'm like, that's cool. I'm like, oh no. I'm like, please don't do what I think you're gonna do. And like, <laughs> I was, I was anticipating that like one of them was gonna die and then would not be able to pilot their Jaeger because obviously if something happens to it, you can't. You, telegra- you telegraphed the Disney movie twist, didn't you? I did. I was, I was expecting that to happen. I'm like, oh crap. And then they're gonna have to try to find someone who they're they're compatible with. And it's gonna be one of the kids. But then you know, uh, but uh, big kaiju shows up does some serious damage we gotta go and find help because help's not coming for us i'm like yeah i feel you buddy i know exactly how you feel about that I'm like i got feels you know and i'm like up oh. i'm like here comes the death flag like no nope. and like cut to like and 10 years later it was, it was five. five actually oh <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. okay Sh- Sh- shana shana you uh, t- tell us your impressions there because five years later years is significant well five years later make just enough time for the 14-year-old boy to become 19 and the little sister to become 14. So I guess she must have been nine when they first dropped them off. And five years later, the people who were dropped off in that basin, mostly children with a handful of adults, have been living a life, farming. They made themselves a little community. You know, everything is going a-okay. But the sister has dreams of grandeur and adventure. And she wants to go out into the wild yonder. And her brother, who runs everything, is in charge of this community, is a dick. He just wants to wait for the parents to come back. Or at the very least, just lay low. Just lay low because, you know, they don't want to be eaten by giant monsters. He does. It's true and that's smart. But also, he doesn't have to be a dick. Yeah, there you go. I emphasize on that. And this whole this whole time, like, okay, the first few episodes, the first couple episodes, it feels like they're really trying to establish, yeah, this dude, he's he's got this responsibility that he's taking on, you know, so he's got to make sure people in this colony stay alive. You know, we're going to see how, you know, he manages the politics of being a teenager who has to, you know, uh, care for and, ma- and, and watch over the survival of an entire community of people. And they wipe that away like immediately, Ooh, immediately in like in like the first ten minutes of the first episode, they I scrub mean, that but, whole watch out for but, the, the these innocent people that that whole that whole story plot line that you're afraid love, is going to be prominent right away because the kaiju comes through. One thing's happened. One thing happens, and then this kaiju comes through, wash away this whole society from the map. Just wash. The remnants of these people, and it was raw. It was gory. It was very reminiscent of Attack on Titan. Well, people getting eaten, people getting stepped on. This this giant monster where that we have to be insignificant little specks to is somehow like holding grudges. Like, I see you, Smash. I see you too. (laughs) I see you over there, Spite. Like, come on, man. 
Well, anyways, I mentioned Attack on Titan specifically because as this thing progressed, we're watching essentially yeah. these two kids on a road movie. I mean, they're walking through uh, 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 they're walking through the rest of Australia trying to get to a specific place in this kaiju in this Kimi Jaeger uh, robot that they find. Uh, what's yeah. what's, what's up, Lord, what you call Law? Is, is, is there um, a love interest? Yes, I'm sorry, not really. Yes. Not not really. Oh, they no. they yeah, hint at it at the start and then washed away. From 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 life, and then as they introduce more characters, everyone's unlikable. Everyone's just just hateful individual. You know what? Maybe Taylor's uh, uh, better uh, better off being a dick because everyone else in this world is a well, dick. To be Man, fair, you've been very politely raising your hand. What's going on? Yeah. Well, well, one. I also I I think we've skipped over kind of a big uh, narrative, like emotional plot point. Well, yeah, that the whole, the whole, time, so. the the whole decimation of the basin is because Haley found Atlas Destroyer and just started pressing buttons and thought, "Oh, here's my chance to have this adventure." And then her recklessness causes complete obliteration because I don't think that Kaiju would have come out if she hadn't started the training, oh, even yeah, though she but, didn't have. Yeah. You know, Which means her brother was right. Her, right. Yeah. So, so that's what you get. Right. You started. You went in there, started touching stuff. We said, "Don't touch stuff." You touch stuff, and you see what happened now. Okay, your your best friend is dead. Okay, so what you learn? Yep. And my girlfriend. What you learn? Dead. And yeah. go in the corner. And and his girlfriend named Shayna died because yeah. of her. Yeah. That that affected you personally? But um, I always <laughs> kind of I, <laughs> no, I strongly <laughs> appreciate uh, that when they meet boy. That like yes. literally we got like we have our we have our anime tropes of like a naked person in a box, effectively. Yeah. And I was like, That's... oh, all right, thank you. Yeah. He, was, he was floating in mysterious fluid. Oh, yep. and and when they meet when they meet the one of the um one of the band of survivors and they're taken in. I mean things don't things naturally don't go well, but you can well, predict no, anytime they meet people, they're not gonna go well in this. And that ends up being exactly what happens. But one thing that got me also is we're watching bad stuff happen, we're watching these weird ass kaiju, and I really should be liking all of this because they've got new kaiju coming in, they've got larger ones, smaller ones, different classes of them, and not just like the five from the films. They've got the small the dogs, roaming feral dogs that are also kaiju. They open their mouths and they got that blue light mm -hmm. coming through there and the bark and stuff. And they got like new types of mutant giant juggernaut, you know, uh, homunculi, kaiju and stuff. I should love all of this, but this whole damn story was sad and 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 dark and slow. And I'm like, the whole point of Pacific Rim was making fun of stuff like this. It was a pastiche of all like monster movies that take themselves too seriously. And then they give us this anime that is a monster a robot anime that takes itself really damn seriously. I mean, to be fair, Pacific Rim is a pastiche of um, Neo Ge the Neon Genesis Evangelion. Like, that's what no, it's a pastiche it's Gundam. And that show is super dark and super sad. Yeah, <laughs> that show made me have an existential crisis, and I was not ready for that, ah. so. All right, so thank you, Shayna, for reiterating exactly what I said, like it was an opposite point. I don't know what you were going for. But Manda, what's up? Manda, where do you, where do you fall? Uh, so surprisingly enough, I really liked this. So okay. I'm giving this a thumbs up. But I like dark, brooding, sad, depressing anime. So yeah, that doesn't bother yeah. me. Yeah, I'm ambivalent, but yeah, thumbs up. I enjoyed it. All enough. right. I'll be fair. I spent the whole show making get in the Deva jokes the whole time. <laughs> so that might have aided my enjoyment <laughs> because I kept wanting to call them Devas because I because I don't have a strong connection to the Pacific Rim movies. I keep looking at them, um, Jaegers, and going, "So that's the Deva." So hurry up and get in the Deva. Get in the Deva Shinji. Just get in the Deva Shinji. My daughter was watching with, it, with me, laughing her behind off. And I'm just like, <laughs> get in the Deva Shinji. And then randomly at the end became Attack on Titan. All and right, I made so a about that All right, so Shayna, I'm guessing you're a thumbs up. Yeah, I got a thumbs up. I actually, I enjoyed it. I'd be curious to see what would happen in a continuation of this. There, right. it does have a second season coming out. So. Yeah, See, like that, it, it that, did that, enough that, to pique my curiosity. 
that, that that irks me just a little bit because I think I am the only one with uh, such such an attachment to uh, the Pacific Rim movie franchise. And when I say movie franchise, there's only two films. And of those two films, I definitely acknowledge only one of them is good. And it's good on the same level that um, uh, 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 a Hardcore Henry is good, that um, Lucky Number Slevin is tolerable, that um, Shoot 'em Up is good. You know, like, you know what you're going in for. You're just going in for this wild, weird, crazy action movie. And Pacific Rim delivers and delivers and delivers hardcore again and again and again. And my favorite point, I've mentioned it several times, is when this giant Jaeger is walking up to this kaiju over there, challenging it across the, 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 the bay in Japan. And it's like, oh, you want some stuff? Mm. And it's literally doing this. Mm. Picks up a, a, a freaking um, like cargo ship or battleship crunches and then just starts walking through the city like okay i got something for you man and it's ro rolling with a battleship like a bat and then swings the ship into the kaiju's face like what and then jumps in the air pulls out a sword and i'm like i'm i, I must be dreaming i've died and like gone to it's but pacific rim the black however is a deep dark movie uh, movie uh anime series basically trying to be the road with um with uh, a what? franchise attached to it. Dude, it was yeah. it was too slow for my liking. It was honestly, I would like this if it was if it wasn't attached to a very specific property. If it wasn't Pacific Rim, it was just any other anime with uh, with big robots and you know fighting monsters. I'd actually be into it because then I would know exactly what they're going for and exactly what this property can continue with and it would be interesting because I, would, I wouldn't be coming in with those same expectations, but they specifically made it Pacific Rim. And then they I mean, brought this concept of the black where Pacific Rim is the um, mankind basically fighting for its survival. And then they introduced the black in which mankind is gone, decimated, the remnants are lost. basically fighting each other. And the black is pretty much like the lack of power, the lack of society, the lack of everything. That, like that's that's the communication that's the black yeah, when everything went dark mm -hmm. and i mean that's the thing you have to pick up to basically what i'm getting at is this is the thumbs this is the thumbs down i shouldn't have been as verbose about that but i mean it is what it is <laughs> but it's called pacific rim the black if anything we said really messed with you i mean it's available now on streaming i mean check it out but we out of time yo I want to thank y'all for joining us for the action-packed, fun-filled episode, debate-heavy episode, and I really do love that. I want to thank Amanda Panda for joining us. You're welcome. I want to thank Abby Epster. Go! Thank you. I want to thank the executioner. Congratulations. What? And I want to thank Shayna Shea. Always good to be here. And also, I want to thank you wonderful people for joining us. And if you heard anything you, on, on this show you want to chime in on, hit us up at geekdownradio at gmail.com. Also, do go to the website and you can see all our uh, shows and reviews and you know, factoids about us. Go to geek-down.com for all the latest and greatest. And while you're there, check out some of our other network shows. Go to villains.wtf and see all our goodness. We have things there from like hot sauce to sex toys and all types of fun stuff in between video games galore. And we'll catch you all next time. Right here, same bad time, same bad channel. Until then, be excellent to each other.